Welcome to episode 83 of Experiencing His Victory audio blog with Terry Tinder. This is the place where I read the blog so you don't have to. And today I'll be reading Seven Emotional Barriers to Healing, Part 4, from experiencinghisvictory.com, where we're pursuing life as God intends it to be. Have you ever been in a rut? The deep grooves of your life allow you to move forward, but toss you all around. You want to change direction and go a different way, but the ruts keep you moving ahead in a direction you've always gone before. If you feel that you're stuck in an emotional rut with no hope of change, then this post's for you. In part one of this post, we covered the first three barriers to emotional healing of our pain. We take comfort in it. We feel helpless to change it. We feel we deserve it. In part two of this post, we covered the next two barriers. We won't let go. We want revenge. In part three, we covered, we think it's our identity. Today, we'll finish this series off with part four. We put our trust in faulty coping mechanisms. Repetition causes ruts. Ruts in the road that we drive on come about by traveling the same path over and over and over again. As time goes by and no road maintenance is performed, the ruts just get deeper and deeper. If the ruts are deep enough, it's almost impossible to get out of them and they begin to redirect our travel in ways that we don't want to go. If they're too deep, we begin to bottom out and it can cause great damage to the underside of our vehicle. Now let's turn the illustration over to our emotions. We have emotional ruts in our lives that I call coping mechanisms. A coping mechanism is a way in which we respond to emotional pain. The idea of coping is that we're trying to manage, to bear up, to survive, or even keep our heads above water. The problem with coping mechanisms is that they rarely heal the pain. They just help us get by with the day-to-day things of life. But in the background, or foreground, the pain still remains. How we deal with pain. In an earlier post on how we deal with pain, I mentioned six ways that we attempt to cope with pain that never bring healing. It's a way that we attempt to deal with it that keeps us in the deep rut of emotional pain. Here's a quick overview of the six ways we attempt to deal with pain. Ignore it. Something hurtful happens and we seek to think on good things. We block the bad out of our minds with good thoughts, but the pain remains. The idea is, if I ignore this long enough, it'll go away. But it never does. Stuff it. Stuffing it is different from ignoring. Instead of thinking good thoughts, there's an attempt to stuff the hurt deep down in our hearts so we don't feel it. This takes a lot of emotional effort. You can't ignore it, but you also can't deal with it, so you stuff it. If you could push it far enough away from you, you won't have to feel it. Accept it. This is where we feel pain and simply accept it. Our heart is hurting and we don't even try to ignore or stuff it. We feel we deserve it 
we feel helpless to change it, so we just live with the pain. Rehearse it. Some of us rehearse the pain. We allow the videotape to play over and over in our heads. We tell everyone who will listen to us the pain we experienced and are experiencing. The painful situations are never far from our minds or our mouths. Repeating pain will never heal it. Medicate it. Many of us seek to medicate the pain. We feel if we can feel something good, even if it's only for a moment, the pain will go away. This is the main basis of addictions of all kinds. We use alcohol, drugs, shopping, gambling, sex, or work as a way to deaden the pain. This usually causes additional pain and heartbreak. Medicating pain does not heal it. Emulate it. Some of us choose to emulate the pain that we've experienced by hurting others. We were hurt and will never allow another person to hurt us, so we take the offensive and hurt others. We end up doing the same thing that was done to us, and sometimes worse. Hurting others will never relieve the pain. The Futility of Coping Mechanisms the problem is, is that none of the coping mechanisms above bring healing. They're only temporary at best and actually add to the pain in the long run as it keeps on accumulating year after year. If these coping mechanisms are so useless, then why do we keep using them? Why do we keep going back to them time after time when they don't bring healing? I think there are a couple reasons. The first is that we don't know how to be healed. We've tried everything we know to do and the pain remains. If we knew how to be healed, we would do it. The second reason is we're in a rut. From the time we were born, we had to learn how to deal with the world around us. From childhood, we've responded to painful situations in a certain way. We've developed coping mechanisms to protect ourselves, and they become second nature. It's like our life's on autopilot. A painful situation takes place, and we jump right into the ruts that we've dug into our hearts. We do what we've always done, even if it doesn't work. We're more comfortable with the known than the unknown, so we just keep responding as we've always responded. Escaping the rut. There is a way to break free from the ruts of emotional pain. It's through allowing the Lord to heal your heart. Jesus took your pain upon himself on the cross, and he's the one who can heal your broken heart. He can restore your soul and bring peace to your mind and emotions. There's a proven process that the Lord uses to heal your heart. It's to bring your pain to Jesus. I'll give you a brief overview of the process so that you can use it to bring your pain to Jesus. Set aside some time and go through the following steps with every painful situation that plagues you. Take your time. Be thorough. Prepare. Set aside a block of time. Be sure to have a pencil and paper handy. Go somewhere you can have privacy. Ask. Ask the Lord which painful memory he wants to heal. 
It might not be the biggest issue you're dealing with, but trust him to lead you through the process of healing. Remember. Remember the situation. Who's involved? What's taking place? What are you feeling? Remembering might bring up strong emotions that make you feel uncomfortable. Don't try to stuff them or ignore them. Examine what you're feeling and write down each feeling on a piece of paper. They might include feelings of fear, anger, shame, helplessness, disgust, regret, etc. Forgive. Who in this memory hurt you? Who do you need to forgive? You might be struggling with the thought of forgiving the person who hurt you. It somehow feels wrong. They cause such pain. How could you forgive them? Forgiveness is not letting someone off the hook or treating what they did to you lightly. It's not ignoring, forgetting, or excusing what took place. It's not dependent on them feeling sorry or asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness is releasing a person from all your feelings of anger, hatred, and revenge and trusting God to deal with that person. Forgiveness is a choice that you make to release that person and let them go. It's a step of faith and obedience to the Lord, recognizing that He will ultimately bring justice. Be as specific as possible as you forgive each person involved. Don't give out generic forgiveness like, I forgive my dad. The person who hurt you did so through specific acts. Forgive them for those acts. Say something like this, I forgive you, Mom, for calling me a loser in front of my friends. I forgive you for embarrassing me. Or I forgive you for always being so negative and critical of me. So go ahead, speak out your forgiveness. Don't just think it in your mind. Use your voice to proclaim your forgiveness. Then trust the Lord to deal with that person. Give. Now give the Lord all the pains that you're carrying. Take the list of emotions and feelings you're experiencing and one by one give them to the Lord. Ask Him to take it and bear it for you. Be specific and press in until you feel it's gone. Say something like this. Jesus, I give you my feelings of embarrassment and humiliation when my mom called me a loser in front of my friends. I ask you to take them and bear them for me. Heal. Ask the Lord to heal every area of your heart that was affected by this situation. Invite Him to restore your soul. Ask Him to fill you with His life and blessings. Go through the process until you've given the Lord every feeling involved in the incident and you can look back at it without pain and heartache. If there's still something that rises up, bring it before the Lord until nothing remains but His peace. Experiencing His Victory Academy I really wasn't thinking about announcing the EHV Academy in this post, but the topic's very pertinent to what we're talking about, as you'll see. Part of the plan from the beginning is that Experiencing His Victory would become a membership site filled with valuable resources and video training in the area of healing and deliverance. On May 1st, I'll be opening the doors to the Experiencing His Victory Academy. There are three levels available, free, 
self-study, and premium. I have a special page describing the benefits of each level. If you'd like to find out more, go to experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash academy. That's experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash academy. The reason I'm bringing this up is that the very first premium course I'm offering is called Healing Your Broken Heart. This course will include the following things. An overview of the course. A testimony of how the Lord healed an area of my heart so you can see how Jesus can heal. Insights into how Jesus understands your pain. A detailed overview of the various aspects of the ministry process a workbook to help you prepare for the ministry time, the actual ministry time where you'll be taken step-by-step through the process for Jesus to heal your broken heart. If you'd like to be notified when the Academy goes live and receive a 25% discount on membership for the rest of your life, then go to experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash academy and click the button. It will ask for your email address and I'll let you know, and you'll get that special pricing. This special offer is only going to be for the first two weeks of May, so you better take advantage of it while you can. Have a great day. If you've been listening to Experiencing His Victory audio blog for some time, and it's blessed and encouraged your walk with Christ, then I want to encourage you to help support this podcast by becoming a donor on Patreon. Patreon allows listeners like you to pledge an amount for every podcast I produce. You can pledge as little as $1.25 per episode or as much as you like. The choice is yours. Then on the first of the following month, they take the amount of your pledge for every podcast produced. It's just that easy. To check out the site and to learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash e. H-V. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash E-H-V. Hey, Terry Tinder here. Thanks for joining us at experiencinghisvictory.com, where we're pursuing life as God intends it to be. I hope you enjoyed today's post. It's part of a series called Eight Steps to Experiencing His Victory. If you'd like to see all of the posts in this series in one place, you can go to experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash steps. That's experiencinghisvictory.com forward slash steps. See you next time.